podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about accountability. And the reason I wanted to do an episode on this is because I glimpsed a little of the Pamela Anderson documentary, and I've talked to some people who've watched it. And I mean, I don't think we really need to go through the the specifics of that, but it reminds me of, of how important it is to achieve full growth and actualization to be accountable for the circumstance that we're in in life, whether it be positive or negative. So like with Pamela Anderson and like a lot of these Hollywood starlets, many of them come from a sexually abused background or a family family dysfunctional background. And later on, like in the example of Pamela Anderson, it's like, well, then, you know, I ended up on Baywatch, and then they asked me to be on Playboy, and then I was able to, then I did this and that, and then I was in these bad, abusive relationships, and look, I get it. We all are flawed, and we all make mistakes, and we make poor decisions, but I think this idea of passive agency is not a good mindset to have, because ultimately, we all made choices. Pamela Anderson made the choice to leave her small town in British Columbia to pursue fame. She made that choice when she was discovered in high school to go to Hollywood, to become a Playboy Playmate, later on to be cast on Baywatch. During all of these pivotal moments in her life, she could have said, I don't want to be objectified, I don't want to be sexualized, and not do it. But she made the choice. So when you hear people like her, kind of wail and bemoan the fact that that they had this maybe tough lifestyle, I think there's a lot to learn from that. And I think one of the things you have to learn is always be accountable for your decisions. And we have an episode here about 10 signs of having a loser mindset. And one of the mindset, one of the principles of the loser mindset is it's everybody else's fault but mine, right? I'm I'm this way. Like, let's just talk about obesity because of, of confessions of an obese child in my background. But it's this person's reason why I'm fat. You know, my parents caused this, and because of this, I'm fat, and it's all their fault. I get it. They might have played a contributing, a principal contributing factor to why you turned to food in the first place. But day in day out, you're still turning to food, or you're still turning to alcohol or whatever it is. So having this mindset of, well, I'm this way because of other people and there's nothing I can do about it, that's a quitter mindset, that's a loser mindset, and that's a mindset where you're not taking any accountability for the situation that you're in. And ultimately, if we want self-growth, if we want to go from kind of this, this perspective I'm giving right now would be a victim mindset, And if you want to go from that mindset to a thriver, 
or survivor mindset and then a thriver mindset, that's one of the steps you have to make. It's unfortunate that, an, an example of Pamela Anderson who was raped when she was 12, it's unfortunate that that happens and it's unfortunate that people get away with it and it's, in, it's exceedingly sad that it's so pervasive. I remember seeing a statistic that something like 70% of African-American girls under the age of 18 are sexually assaulted, raped, groped, whatever it is. And that's just in that community. And so you know it's it's one of those unspoken things we don't talk about and how that can throw off your psychosexual development. And typically, like with women who are raped or sexually assaulted at a young age, they go one of two ways. They're either gonna gain a lot of weight because they don't they, they don't want to relive the trauma of a man doing that to them, or in some cases a woman. I know, I know women who've been abused, sexually abused by other women. And so they get fat to kind of insulate them and protect them. It serves as a buffer so they'd be seen as so unattractive that no person would want to touch them. But more often than not, what happens is that it alters your psychosexual development in a way where you are your, your sexuality is awakened. It's opened at a, at a young age. And so and on some level, you realize that you have this quote gift quote so to speak or that you elicit the uh, looks and attention of the opposite sex and then you realize that on one level it's empowering to you on another level you don't like it because you're being leered at we've talked about before how like girls who get who develop early their puberty they tend to have lower grades they tend to have more performance problems in school and why is that well they're getting attention from the opposite sex. And you can say the same thing about handsome handsome men and athlete men. They're getting all their fill on Maslow's hierarchy of needs by, by just being handsome or, or over-sexualized. And so they don't need to develop as a, as a person, develop their personality, develop coping mechanisms and so forth. And so this is why you tend to see beautiful people be pretty vacuous, like Zoolander, for example. So when it, when it comes to girls who are sexualized at a very young age, they kind of lean into it. Not to borrow from Sheryl Sandberg. You, you lean into it because it's all you know. And so with a case like Pamela Anderson, she gets sexually assaulted, and then that kind of opens up that world, and she has this duality, this, this kind of cognitive dissonance where she hates the fact that she's being looked at by much older men, but at the same time, she realizes that this is maybe her ticket to stardom and fame. And then it goes from there. So she sees herself as only being a sexual object. And then she plays that out by being a sexual object, whether it be on Playboy or on Baywatch or whatever she's doing. So it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So on one level, you feel bad for people who are like that. But on another level, again, she could have said, you know what? I was sexually abused at a young age. And when she got older and she was dealing with it, she could have said, I'm going to work on this and, and get therapy, get treatment to recover from this. And I'm going to stay in British Columbia. I'm going to stay and just be, you know, a typical British Columbian person, get married and just try to live a quiet life. But like we see with so many things, it's the glamour of evil, as we say, it's the glamour and seduction of Hollywood that drives her there. And then when you go there, I think on one level, you can't bemoan all the bad things that happened to you because you made that choice. You made that choice. I pay 50% to child support. Sure, I could blame the women in my life for that, but ultimately there's no growth 
if I'm blaming everybody but myself, I need to blame myself. I caused the situation that I'm in. I chose these women. And the decisions I made while in this relationship contributed to the dissolution of it, thus resulting in me paying 50% of child support. And it's hard, I think, for some people to have that level of introspection and retrospection and humility to admit that. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm so humble, I'm, I'm so retrospective. But look, in terms of growth, there's very little growth if you're blaming everybody for your life and just having passive agency. Like, it's, this just happened and just this happened and I don't know how I ended up in this situation. No, we make choices. We make the choices that lead to negative or positive things. But we make these choices. So if you're in a tough spot in your life, whether or not you're an alcoholic or a food addict or you're a shopping addict or whatever, porn addict, or you have a lot of consumer debt or student loan debt or you're in a bad relationship or whatever it is, you know, the, the list could be innumerable. Yes, bad things happen to good people. Yes, there are people that get a string of bad luck Yes, but ultimately, if we're honest with ourselves, we would admit that we contributed to the situation that we're in. And it's better to be honest with yourself instead of the blame game and blaming everybody because there's no growth in that. Plus, you're going to alienate the people in your life. Plus, people don't like to be around whiners with a loser mindset. And typically, when you have that mindset where you think, the world owes you and you walk around with a chip on your shoulder, you have less friends because people just don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear the negativity and they'll view you as a toxic friend. So it's better to be like, you know what? I had these problems as a child or I have these problems or I inherited these problems. It sucks, but I'm going to try to make lemonade out of lemons. I mean, what other choice do you have? Really, what other choice do you have? You got to make lemonade out of lemons. And I'm going to do the best that I can to ameliorate or better the situation that I'm in and I might fail but I'm going to try and I'm going to stop with the victim mentality and I'm going to stop with the passive agency nonsense and say yes it's my fault on a lot of levels why I'm in the situation that I'm in I take full accountability for the situation that I'm in and then you go from there and I just think honestly that's the best approach to have to wherever you're at in your life and look positive as well if you're in a good situation where you don't have any addictions you don't have any financial problems, you have a good spouse, you have a good job, or whatever that what we perceive to be definitions of success, I'm sure that you will look at your past and you made good decisions. For example, you weren't whoring around in your 20s or you weren't drinking yourself into a stupor every night. These are good decisions. So it goes both ways. Life and where we're at in life is a composite of a thousand little decisions that we've made throughout the years, good and bad. And I think the best thing is just be honest and accountable with those decisions and then go from there. Guys, if you appreciate my content, there's a link for PayPal if you want to make a donation up to free the cost of posting this in a server. Also, there's a link for the website that has all the feeds, including the Cinema Rag, which is the new movie podcast series I have. I think there's probably about 30 episodes. I start on January 1st. So if you like anything about movies, go check that out. Until next time, take care. God bless and God. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, 
Freedom is better than Needle. Until next time. Contributed to Nine Inch Nails.